This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello and welcome to MS Momentum, the radio show for people with MS, their family, whānau and support teams. This week's very special radio star is Joy, Regional Coordinator for Otago Neighbourhood Support. So hi and welcome Joy. Hello Valerie, lovely to be here. Oh great. Now can you first talk to us about how and when Neighbourhood Support started? Neighbourhood Support has been going for some decades, but in, in Otago, about 24 years now, I oh, believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, around the world, it's in, in quite a few places, but it's called Neighbourhood Watch. We're the only right. country in the world that calls it Neighbourhood Support. Oh, okay. And New Zealand changed that about 20 years ago. Right. Why? I have no idea, but I think it's because it sounds more like what we should be doing, supporting each other, not, yeah, not spying watching. on each other. <laughs> And how long have you been involved personally? Uh, I was a street contact. Oh, gosh, I've been involved for about nine years as a, mm-hmm. just a street contact and yeah. member. And I have been the regional coordinator for just over a year now. Right. So neighbourhood support works along, along with the regional police districts. This is something that I didn't know prior to doing a wee bit of research for the interview. So this this is work mostly with community constables? We, Neighbourhood Support New Zealand has yeah. a memorandum of understanding with New Zealand Police. Right. And so that gives us a good relationship connection with our local police. So we mm. work across the board. For instance, uh, we work with the South Dunedin Family Harm Unit um, okay. folks out there when they need a hand. We work, the police are very, just whatever's coming up, we're, if we're available and if we're useful and helpful, we'll, we'll join in with them. Oh, nice. Okay, so so that's what that collaboration looks like, working with the police on yes. and coming into um, local area things that are happening. Yes, and you're right, the community constables are a big part of that. So, you know, they're our first port of call, for instance, we would if we were running an event or having a meeting, we'd certainly yeah. want the community constable to know about it and be there if they're available. Oh, okay. So that's a really good that's a really good connection, isn't it? It is really good, really good, positive. So regional coordinator for all of Otago, can you explain all of Otago? Well, well whereabouts you are, actually? Our police district is uh, south of the Waitaki right. River, right down to Bluff. And okay. Technically, that's our area, but of course, mm. when you've got one staff member full time and another staff member who's totally focused for Mosgiel Tyre for twenty hours, that's just not oh, okay. possible. So our main areas are Dunedin City, yep. right from Middlemarch up to Waikoua AD. Okay. Um, we also have uh, groups that are self, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They are operating independently in yep. Alexandra, Cromwell. We've got a group that wants to go in Queenstown. There's okay. one interested in Roxburgh. So we will help them and advise them. Yeah. Uh, and that's a sort of a work in progress as to how mm. that'll all work, whether those folks come under the Alexandra umbrella and then we embrace more people in Otago, perhaps Omaru mm. or groups like that, because Omaru's very keen to get going as well. Oh, good. Yeah, mm. Omaru's, a, it's growing. Yes, it is, yeah. Um, so how many any support groups do you work with across the region? Have you got a number for that? Uh, or is we, it? we have about... Seven and a half, eight thousand people involved. Wow. Yeah, well, that'd be on the ground. So yeah, that, yeah. that's the, you know, Smith Street and the people in Smith Street. So that's yep. counting those people. And we've got it. We're scattered all over the city. We would like to have a better handle on how our database operates. Okay. And I can talk to you about that more um, with our relationship here 
with civil defence emergency management. Oh right, yeah. Uh, especially in Otago, we've got a fabulous relationship with them. So that's going to be a plan moving forward. Re our database. Oh nice. Okay. So that's with Paul and Paul Allen, yep. And Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, Glenn, yeah. And so they've purchased a database called Gets Ready. Otago, oh, yeah, yeah. So your clients can go online and they can enter their own information oh, in there. Gets Just Ready. Gets Ready okay. Otago. It might be Otago Gets Ready or Gets Ready Otago, but it'll come up. Yeah. Under Civil Defence Emergency Management. Oh, excellent. And there will be a tick box in there, do they want to become a member of Neighbourhood Support? Mm-hmm. At the moment, we're in the process of signing an MOU with Civil Defence Emergency Management in relation to how we operate that database. Oh, nice. So I can't really... Um, go any yep, further with that till we've got that sorted. But we're very excited. We're very grateful to Civil Defence for purchasing that database. It's going to be a huge asset to our city, especially yeah. in an emergency. That's that's excellent because it gives you a way of knowing what what people are in the area and what those people can do. And in the past, we've had an issue with just having a static database. Uh, mm. We send out emails and people have changed providers or people have moved house or yeah. people don't have a landline anymore and they haven't let you know. Yeah. Whereas with this database, you'll get a, an email or a text or some form of communication once a year saying, hey Val, it's time to have so, a look at your info. Have you updated it? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So we're hoping that that's going to be more efficient all round for all of us. And of course, Civil Defence will then be able to access our information as well. Okay. So that's another good relationship that you have. Excellent. Um, Paul Allen, um, the emergency management officer, comes to all our events. Um, we do lots of joint uh, Things at, uh, you know, events like um, South Dunedin Hui or oh, yep. uh, Strathtory Show or Party in the Park. Paul comes along to all of those. And then we'll do, we're hoping to run an emergency preparedness night soon in Mosgill before the winter really sets in. Yep. And Paul will come along to that and oh, bring resources. Yep. yep. I've interviewed Paul on this radio show. Yes. He's a great he's a, guy. He's a lovely man. Yeah, I'll be even listen to his music. Um, so there is a National Neighbours Day Neighbours Week in March. Are there any regional events planned for the rest of this year? No. Neighbours Day New Zealand, oh, it's Neighbours Day Aotearoa is a yeah. separate organisation and oh, Neighbourhood okay. Support New Zealand is a member of that organisation. Yeah. So we've just actually just finished doing some of their uh, survey reviews. Okay. Uh, what we just, in the past, we've put on a separate Neighbours Day event. Yeah. Um, but this year we decided we've got to start thinking smarter about how we deploy our resources. So yes. we, at the beginning of Neighbours Day week, was the South Dunedin Hui. Yep. So we went to that and took our Neighbours Day stuff to there. And at the end of the event, it was the Strathtory A&P show. So it's a busy time. We planned a week well out and we organised a colouring in competition for the schools up in oh, middle March. Nice. And it was all based around the Neighbours Day theme and our lovely supporters at Bunnings gave us some plants because the theme for Neighbours Day this year was the Great Plant Swap. Oh, yes, it was too. So the children really got into it up in Middlemarch and uh, up that way and they all brought their competition entries to the Strathtory show, heaps of them. And we had four plants to give out, so the kids were were really impressed. Really got into oh, it. Oh, nice! Mm. It's about it's about those community connections, though, and yeah. it's about that because you're very good at networking, so you know. So, just a question that's not on here: is is neighbourhood support a charitable organisation? Yes, it is. It a is. charitable trust. Okay, yep. cool. Right now, you can listen to this and other podcasts on oar.org.nz, and it's time for Joy's musical choice, which is. He's not heavy. He, he ain't heavy. He's my brother. 
And there's a story? There's a story. Now, some of us who are a certain age will remember that song, <laughs> not just because it was a, a, a hit song, but because the police at the time adopted it. And oh. you can still Google it and see that. Yeah. And there was a police officer. Remember those white helmets they used to wear in the summertime? Right. So this was a promotion put out by police that, you know, to... to present the supportive side of what our police are there for. Nice. They're there to help us. They're yes. there to look out for us. They're mm. there to encourage us, not just to catch the baddies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so this video clip has a police officer helping a little girl who's got lost. Right. I will find that clip and put it on onto our, our, along with our podcast. Good on you, Val. Yeah, I'm good like that. The road is long.
He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother by the Hollies with a musical choice of Joy from the Regional Coordinator for Otago Neighbourhood Support. Now, Joy, do you think that COVID-19 lockdown of 2020, which seems a long time ago now but actually isn't, uh, created more positive engagement across neighbourhoods? It certainly did. I think it made people think about how they were connected in their Mm. neighbourhoods. My own personal experience was how moving it was on Anzac Day morning when everyone came out and stood on the street and people were calling out from across the road, people we hadn't talked to. Yeah. Um, It was just, yeah, I think it certainly created more interest in neighbourhood support for sure. Yeah, because we were were stuck in our neighbourhoods really, but it was, I found, we met more people walking. Yes. Um, Those poor dogs. Dogs were walked Yes, and beers everywhere. We nice had, to see dads out with the kids as yeah, well. Yeah, it was good yeah. to see the family yeah. going out and around. And I put a beer with a um, poppy in my oh, front nice. window, and my child put his own beer in his bedroom window for kids to see. Nice. So it was, um, yeah, it was actually, it was quite nice because you took your time and you, yeah, things yeah, slowed down. Yeah. yeah, and that's, I don't think that was a bad thing at all. Yeah, and we got lots of inquiries about, oh, I've done some baking for my street, am I allowed to take it? And, oh, you right. Know, so we had people ringing, or I'm um, over 70 and I live in this part of the city and I don't, uh, how am I going to get my tyre fixed because I've only got, oh, so right. it was amazing. And I had only been in the role mm, a couple of weeks when lockdown hit, so I was kind of learning it on my kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> learning how to go, yeah, it's... um. I think that, it, yeah, it, COVID has been quite good in some ways and it's amplified some of the, the people being lonely as well. Yes, and I think is. there's people are always lonely, mm-hmm. but actually the recognition of that. And I do have a lovely story where our client and her neighbours in the cul-de-sac they live in, at 11 o'clock every day they came out and did their Tai Chi. Yes, and had a cup of tea together, which I just yes. thought was... There's a know, group in Alexandra that. did that as well, yep. like a neighbourhood support group. They did some dance class ah. thing. Oh, did they? Yes, they oh, were gorgeous. so... Yeah, they rang, they contacted the DHB to make sure that they were allowed to do it. Oh, right. I really was impressed. They followed all the right, you know, yep. protocols, and then they had a ball out there with their music on doing this dance thing in this cul-de-sac. <laughs> Must have looked quite interesting. And it's quite good, isn't it? Because it takes us back to, you know, you do... I think people are a bit more disconnected now. Yeah. You're not at home all day. No. You know, Street's you... empty while everyone goes to work. Yep. So, yeah, it is. And one it's... interesting thing about that was the police did comment that crime went way down because everybody was at home. Oh, so crime plummeted? Oh, well, it... because oh. everyone was at home. So there's no point no sort point. of loitering around behind someone's backyard because they were home. Right, they weren't going to leave, really. Or the neighbours were home. If someone was out having a walk, their neighbours were home. So the the, the communities yeah. were populated again, so there was no opportunity for somebody just trying to pop in and have a quick shifty and steal something. It's quite, yeah. I suppose, yeah, because it was... Um, people were everywhere. Yeah, they were. And it's quite, it's, I think some people have carried that on, perhaps that feeling of community and... Yes. Yeah. And togetherness about knowing... Yeah. Yep. 
you know, if you've got extra produce, where to take it to, who who yes. needs it and who doesn't. Yeah. And just to, just to even say hello actually yeah. means can mean quite a lot, particularly for people who are at home, you know, or at retirement age and in the garden you have a chat as you go past and all the rest of it. And it's actually just engaging with those older, quite often it is older people, all young people at home with their babies. That's right. That's the two extremes, yeah. Yeah, it is. So... Have there been any more activity amongst neighbourhood support groups, more people wanting to join? Yes, so there's several ways this happens. Is uh, People can go online to the Neighbourhood Support New Zealand website and mm-hmm. there's a, a little thing you can fill in there. Oh, it's a fantastic and, website. And Wellington will just fire that off to me and say, hey, Joy, we've had an inquiry from Mrs Brown over in Green Island. Can you follow yeah. that up? Okay. Um, we also, I go and speak to various groups and I take forms with me and people can physically fill in a form there. Great. Um, people can pick up forms at the um, at events that we run. Yeah. And currently, thanks, you know, this is a sort of a, odd thing, but thanks to COVID, the mm. uh, Department of Internal Affairs had a COVID-19 fund and oh, I yes. applied to it and we got funding to update our communications. So oh, we've nice. got new laptops and Logic here in Dunedin are developing a website for us. Oh, great. So soon everyone will be able to, those that can, yeah. can go onto Otago Neighbourhood Support's website and they can find all the information they want there as well. But, that, I mean, that was another good thing that came out of lockdown was that people... Um, the skinny jump thing for people accessing cheap and easier, yes. easier to get internet connection yeah. and things like that, and the the lack of but ways around that. So that's really cool. I had a look at the national website; it's great. Yeah, it's good. Um, right, and you've described some ways that people do engage. I was thinking about the growing communities. We seem to have all the building with all the building work that's going to be going on across the region with many new subdivisions, do you think there's a space to engage with connect with um, new residential areas? Absolutely. Um, an example, a, sm- a small example, but uh, there's a little community called Outram, just the yes. other side of Mosgill. Yes. And they've got two new subdivisions. Now that had been a sleepy Gosh. little rural community where everybody knew everybody yeah. else. Now there's two subdivisions gone up there. Goodness. And so we ran an event there last year called Joining Forces. Oh, right. And so we had Civil Defence, Paul Allen, and yep. we had the Middlemarch Police Officer, Albie oh, Lynch, wow. came down, and myself and neighbourhood support. Yeah. Thanks to the DCC, they funded us some cups of tea and bickies through the neighbourhood matching ground. Oh, great. And uh, the rugby club let us ha- have the hall and the Tyree Lions organised us all getting together. And so we um, had all those quite a number of people there yeah. so they could, um, you know, talk get. about what's going on in the area and how mm. did they get to know people. Out of that, though, came some other things. Uh, some people were concerned about they do have flooding issues over there. Yes. And it was noted that there isn't actually an evacuation plan for our trip. Oh, right. And there have been times in the past when, with various flooding um, Mm. events, they could get cut off. So Paul Allen's taken that on board and uh, he's working with local community people and I think pretty soon there's going to be a a small meeting of, yeah. of some key people and then they'll go to a public meeting after that. Wow, so that's from that. Isn't yeah. that great? Yeah. Because it's, um, my son came home the other day and said, Mum, there's going to be a new subdivision in our area mm. and it's 60 or 70 homes. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. 
and 60 I mean, or 70 homes is nothing to be sneezed at. The Mosgatari area, as you know, because yes, it's the massive. flat, it's just everywhere you look, it's in for building. housing and building. And there's a new retirement village, and I think they've got 350, 400 people going in there. Goodness me, aren't they, they really? Tari. Yeah, I think their first open homes in May, I believe. That's the one on the one way you want to go past it, yeah, isn't it's it? Yeah, at the yep. Grange. The yeah. Grange, yeah. Yeah. Wow, because that's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I mean, then you've got to start thinking about, well, does the bus loop need to change? And, yeah. you know, how do people get in from there to the medical centres and how do they get into the hospital? And there's lots of things. So I think there's real opportunity for neighbourhood support. You know, we could do a letterbox drop or yeah. something like that or run a, a an event nearby and invite folk to it. Or Yeah, because it's it's still, if you're moving into that environment of a, of a re- retirement home, Retirement home, village, or a village, yeah, or uh, a new subdivision. It's actually making those connections and connecting yes. with the people that you're living with. And a lot of people have moved from out of the area, yeah, um, and don't know about the resources available or what time, you know, the poll or things like no, that. Well, really, when lockdown ha- happened, um, we had a call from Chatsford Retirement Village. Oh, yep. uh, their management were very concerned at some of their. Uh, mm. Residents because they didn't have family support. They'd moved from other parts yeah. of the, and they were worried about how they were going to get their groceries. Right. At the same time, and this is how community connections work. At the yep. same time, New World Mosgill, mm. the managers there were reaching out and saying that we're a bit concerned about some of our oldies and how we're going yeah, to. Yeah, true. So we worked with another group. The Saddle Hill Foundation Trust had a youth group, Youth East Tyree, that were all police vetted and. Ready to go. So we contacted them. They went and did the health and safety training and learning the right protocols for food handling, et cetera, from New World. Right. And they did the grocery deliveries. Oh, so that's great, isn't it? Yeah. Because that's the whole commu- – that's yeah. getting the young people out and meeting the older people and actually having a fresh face to say and hello to. And the result of that was when the food bank drive happened last uh, – yeah. Chatsford did their own one and, and a lovely lady – it was one of those funny things, how many cans of food can you get into a hatchback? I've never <laughs> seen so much food. Excellent. Oh, yeah. This oh, dear really? lady, she just kept emptying her car. I don't know where it was all coming from. Oh, oh how cool. Oh, yeah. that's great yeah. for the food bank, isn't it? And so that's just – just knowing your neighbours yeah. and, and it was great for – it was a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, because it, it, I think COVID has made us all realise that we are slightly disconnected mm. and actually we need to reconnect. Mm. Um, so how do people find out and engage with their local – Neighbourhood support group. Well, if you're in the Mosgill Tyree area, mm. you can pop into the police station and talk to Jackie. Jackie okay, Hyde. Yep. She's there most days, unless she's out with me somewhere. But yep. um, you can usually get Jackie there. Um, you can contact me, um, coordinator at nsotago.nz, mm-hmm. or call me. Do you know I can't remember the landline number because I don't use it that often? <laughs> <laughs> I, know that, I know that feeling. Um, but... Uh, you can call me on 027-476-6047. Cool. That's great. Failing that, ring Citizens Advice and they'll oh, okay. direct you to me. Citizens Advice will yep, know where to they've go. they've got all our details. Cool. Okay, this has been Emma's Momentum with a special guest star, Joy Davis, Neighbourhood Support Coordinator for the region. Thank you very much, Joy. Thanks for your time, Val. No worries. The Otago Multiple Sclerosis Society 
aims to empower people with multiple sclerosis and their families by providing them with information and skills to participate actively in the community in ways that are meaningful to them. MSOtago.org.nz or give us a call toll free on, on 0508 MS Otago. That's 0508 6768 246. Otago Multiple Sclerosis Society working for the people of Otago. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.